0: Okay, So you've probably been here before. Practice sessions feel like a grind. Maybe they feel so boring. They feel like there's so much work to do. And as a result, you're not doing it. You're not practicing as consistently as possible. And if that's you, I get it. You know, I've been in that place before. And so for today, I'm going to be handing some of the misconceptions when it comes to practicing and how do we start making it more fun and exciting for you and i'm going to be sharing four simple tips strategies or concepts that have helped me make my practice more fun but also most importantly more consistent now before we even jump into that why is it even important to be talking about this right why do we need to learn how to make our practice sessions fun why do we need to overcome that bottom now the reason why is learning how to sing or in fact learning any skill learning any skill requires investment it requires commitment it requires discipline it requires a certain amount of work to improve your voice now the challenge when it comes to feeling like your practice is boring or feeling like it's just it's such a grind is you probably won't do it right you won't do it and you won't get to this exciting place that you want to go to with your singing maybe it's singing in front of your friends maybe it's singing on stage whatever it is, without putting in the work, chances are it is not going to happen. And so this is why it's so important to make sure that each of those practice sessions that you're doing, number one, they are fun, they're exciting, and they also allow you to then do it consistently. But first of all, what do I even mean by practice sessions? And some of you listening to this episode might be thinking, hey Ivan, you know, I do practice a lot. I practice a whole bunch. I sing songs in my car. I'm singing all the time to you know music on my phone, maybe in the car, I'm always jamming along right, I'm already practicing. Now, what I want to share here is that is a very, very common misconception, which is when you're singing a song again and again, I do think it yields improvement, right? I think you will get better. But from experience, it's not a very efficient way to improve your voice. The reason why is it's, it's not often that focused and it's not that deliberate. You're not really going into this practice session with a specific goal in mind, something specific that you're trying to tackle. And so what ends up happening is you're singing a song again and again. Whereas what I've found from experience is if I devoted a bit more time towards just working on some of the fundamental skills, you know, working my breath support, working on through some vocal exercises and then applying it to a song, I find that I improve a lot, lot faster. Now, the converse is also true. Some of you who are listening to this episode are what I call vocal exercise freaks, which means you guys are doing vocal exercises again and again and again but you're not necessarily applying it to a song. You don't sing a song, right? Never apply it to a song. And so the the counter argument is also true. You want to have a mix of both, being able to develop skills, maybe through exercises, but then being able to apply it to a song. Another common misconception when it comes to practicing is that practice needs to be long and boring, right? Practice sessions need to be long and boring. I've had plenty of new students come to me and that's exactly what they thought as well. they had been working with some teachers previously and often they'll be set, to you know, these practice routines that'll be 45 minutes, 60 minutes, sometimes an hour and a half that they would just have to grind through and do it again and, and again and again. So if you are in this boat, I feel you. Now, what I would love to share here is you don't have to, right, that's a very, very big common misconception. Now, I think learning how to sync takes work, but most importantly it takes consistency and so for some of my clients what we often do is we build a 15 to 20 minute routine because what they can do is you know if they want to practice more they can do it multiple times but really what this allows them to do is practice consistently right 15 minutes every day 15 minutes every day letting that compound effect work and because it's shorter this focus we've incorporated some of the strategies that i'm going to be sharing in a moment all of a sudden it becomes more exciting and fun as well. By the way team, if you're enjoying this episode, my name is Ivan and on this podcast, we are aiming to demystify learning how to sing, make it as simple and easy for you because let's face it, learning how to sing can feel confusing i've been there before and so if this is something that's of interest to you hit that subscribe hit that follow wherever you're joining me from and that will give you access to our new tutorials and new episodes posted every single friday so hit that follow hit that subscribe and stay updated with our episodes so strategy number one and actually this is a concept that came from a guy i follow called tom bill when i first heard this idea from him i was just like gosh this is so so true which is a lot of people will often get this confused, which is, you know, if something is fun, if something is exciting, then I will go do it, right? And I think there is this bit of a cause and effect kind of thing, which is, you know, if this is fun, then I'll go and do it. But the thing that most people don't realize is that excitement or, you know, the desire to do something actually can be built. It's something that is built just like fanning a flame, which means, you know, if you've got an inkling of interest in singing, right? there is a bit of responsibility on your end to build that excitement to do the work. And this is something that I adopted earlier into my singing journey, you know, because I I realized learning how to sing, especially to the level that I want to get to, there is a long journey. There is a commitment required. And without that excitement, without that fun, I, I would just crumble. I would just crumble because there'll be so much stress and overwhelm. And so what I actually did early in my journey is just, you know, have a vision, build a vision for myself. You know, what did I want to be able to do with my singing? What exactly did I want to do with my singing? Who do I want to perform for? All of these things, I was painting this kind of vision really clearly for me in a way that was exciting for me, in a way that, you know, meant something for me. And by me repeating this daily, just getting so clear and crystal clear on this vision and then seeing how my daily practice sessions would actually get me there. Right. I kind of call them dream builders now, right? How they'll get me closer to there every single day. I couldn't help but want to practice, right? Practice was no longer this thing that I had to think about, you know, should I practice? Should I not practice? I just go do it. But that's because I got so excited. I built this desire towards this vision that I was working towards. What What is it that I wanted my singing to do? And then seeing how my daily work gets me there, that gets me excited as heck. This is something i encourage for you to think about, which is rather than thinking, oh, it has to be fun. It has to be exciting for me to do it. If this is something that's actually of interest to you, why don't you build that desire, create that vision for yourself, get so clear on it, and then tell yourself that these daily actions are the things that are going to get you there. Another analogy here is, you know, if I put a $100 bill in front of you, 10 steps away, you know, 10 steps away, and all you had to do was take 10 very simple steps to get to this $100 bill, there's no way you wouldn't do it. Of course you're going to go do it. It's it's so easy, right? You know, you you only have to take 10 steps and the $100 is yours. This is the same analogy we can apply here to our singing. You know, if you've got this really compelling idea, vision, concept of where your singing wants to be and, you know, it's just 10 steps away, you're going to take those 10 steps. And so for you, really, I would love for you to start building this vision. Write it down, journal it. What is it that I'm actually looking to do with my singing? What would being an amazing singer allow me to do? What we're getting better at singing, allowing me to do is singing in front of your friends, in front of your family. And then from there, connect that to daily actions that you need to take. So that's strategy number one, desire can be built. Excitement can be built, fun can be built. It is a neurochemical reaction. And the more you can understand this, the less you'll wait for something to happen, wait for something to be fun to actually put in the work. Now, strategy number two, focus equals fun. Focus equals fun. For some of you who don't know i actually recently moved i actually recently knew moved to a new place and so this is actually the new studio now what actually ended up happening is in this new place you know i've got you know a bit more kind of new gadgets i've got some new screens and stuff new technology and what ended up happening is i noticed whenever i was practicing i was getting really distracted getting distracted and, you know, I was just not able to do the practice sessions because it felt like such a grind. I was constantly getting distracted by, you know, my phone, distracted by, you know, things that were happening around me, right? And so what I decided to do was go down to the garage and practice in my car. Now, the cool thing about the garage is there's no reception there. So there's no reception there. So I couldn't actually access my phone. And what I found from eliminating a lot of my distractions and being able to focus, a lot of my practice sessions became more fun became more fun, which is I started getting into the zone a lot more. There's this is state could flow state, which I'll actually talk about more in the next strategy, but you entered this zone where all of a sudden time goes by a lot faster. And this becomes a lot, lot more fun. It becomes a lot, lot more enjoyable. And I know you've gone through this before. For example, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to go back to a place or time in your life where you're super focused. Maybe it was you're studying for this exam, you know, maybe it was you're focusing at work you're working on a work project and you're super super focused maybe you're at the gym and you're super super focused in those moments when you're in the zone truly in the zone right not distracted were you bored did you find that work to be not fun chances are if you especially if you were truly in the zone you weren't you probably were super engaged you're focused you're 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 enjoying that moment because your focus was there And so this is a strategy that really, really helped me. The faster I can get into this kind of focus zone, the more fun it actually became. And this is something that's gonna be quite counterintuitive because once again, a lot of people are waiting for the fun to happen, waiting for the excitement to happen before they do something. But the moment you can zone in and get that focus, that's where the fun begins. Now, strategy number three is, I'd love to introduce you to this idea of stretch challenges, which means designing challenges that are going to stretch you now the reason why and actually hinted this in the previous strategy is when you challenge yourself when you are focusing on just getting that one percent better the cool part about doing this is it taps you into the state of flow and for some of you who might understand this or maybe you're hearing this for the first time flow state is basically when you know those moments where you're you're doing something you're working on something and then all of a sudden time flies it just goes so quickly and you don't even realize you're so immersed in that that if you've experienced this before, or maybe you haven't, right? That is a state of flow. And really what that is, is it's your brain's reward for hard work. right? When you put in the work, when you put in the discipline, it's actually your brain's reward for you doing that work. And so this becomes a really cool tool for us to use in our singing practice as well, because if we can tap into the state of flow not only do you get better at the task but it also becomes really increasingly fun your brain's literally sending out all these chemicals that are designed to get you focused to make you feel fun and to help you improve as well and this is actually something that i experimented a whole bunch with when it came to my own practice sessions Because some of you listening might actually know this i actually practice two to three times a day and the challenge with practicing two to three times a day is often it can get a bit more monotonous, which means you're doing the same thing again and again and again. But the, the beauty of these stretch challenges is maybe each time I come and practice, I might just add a slight little goal, which means, you know, can I just try to go one note higher when it comes to my scales? Maybe I can try make it longer, right? Hold out those notes a bit longer. Maybe it's about, okay, I've, I usually do this about 10 times. Why don't I try challenge myself and see if I can get it 15 times in a row perfectly? This is what I call a stretch challenge, which means every time you go to practice session, you should be setting these little goals that make you ever so slightly better. If you can do that, whatever version it might be, maybe it's not that, maybe it's just, I want to match this pitch 10 times in a row. That is also a stretch challenge. Whatever this version is for you, when you can do that, that gives you a higher chance of tapping into this state of flow. And so how you can incorporate this into your own practice session, maybe just for this next practice session that you've got, I would love for you to write down what is that stretch goal? What is that thing I can slightly challenge myself on? And you go get it in that practice session. That's the only thing that you focus on. And the beauty of this approach is you can add variety to your practice sessions without having to constantly change between all these different exercises. Because And I've noticed this with some of my newer clients is when they're constantly bouncing between YouTube warm-ups, workouts, all these different things, they're bouncing around. That often is too much variety to a point where they you know don't master anything and so then when they come and they start working with me they'll notice that they haven't made much progress because they've always been bouncing around they never had that sitting power but this idea of stretch challenges is going to give you just enough variety but also keep you grounded in the things that really matter as well all right strategy number four and this is something that really really helped me because i've been at this game for a while i've been practicing singing for about 10 years, almost hitting 11, and I've been teaching for the past four years as well. I've been coaching clients all over the world. And the challenge when it comes to doing things for so long is that boredom can definitely strike. I feel you. I feel you. I know this can happen as well. That maybe grind can definitely strike in as well. And one of the things that I used to think is, you know, whenever I went to that practice session, I was just doing the same routine again and again and again and again. And what actually happened is when I felt like I was doing the routine again and again, all of a sudden, my practice just felt more mindless. I was just doing it for the motion. I was doing the exercise again and again. And I wasn't really being deliberate, which early in this episode we talk about is a really important ingredient. Now, what I realized and what I really learned, the big shift here and the one that I want to share with you here, working through a routine, working through vocal exercises is not about doing the same exercises again and again and again. What it Is about doing those exercises again and again and again with each time though, focusing on discovering a new part of your voice. Every practice session is designed or is there for you to discover a new part of your voice. Maybe discovering that, Hey, you know, maybe my falsetto can be a bit clearer, right? If I just did this, if I just embrace my support a bit more, my falsetto gets a bit clearer. Great. That's so cool. I've never done that before. Or maybe it's, you know, ah, if I just imagine this feeling of the sounds clicking together, I'm on pitch. I've never thought about singing like that before. Ah, getting those little aha moments. And so this is a strategy that I've used for myself and I find it to be so, so useful because even though my routine stays fairly consistent, I'm doing similar things, right? I don't deviate so much because I find that when I get true mastery of these exercises, I become a better singer i've just noticed this again and again but what i do is now when i come to my practice session i'm now thinking about you know what's that new thing i can discover you know treating this as a bit of a journey of discovery each time i come in i'm discovering new things about my voice that's the thing that keeps it front for me i've right? never feel like i'm coming and doing the same routine again and again i'm always learning something new and so i'd love to encourage for you to try this which means when you go to your next practice session i want to challenge you here Don't change the routine. Don't change it for a different set of exercises. Resist that temptation to try to find a new exercise, but rather in those exercises that you have, seek to find a new way to experience them. Find a new way to experience them and discover a newer part of your voice. And this is just gonna take a bit of experimentation, trying different things with your body, doing these different things. The journey of learning how to sing is all about discovery. Just finding new things, new sounds you can make, new coordinations you can find, and then applying it into a song. It's a team. These are the four strategies. Number one, just understanding that desire can be built. Excitement can be built. And if you can connect them to your practice sessions and see how that actually helps you get there, you will go and do the practice sessions. Now, number two, focus equals fun. The more you can eliminate distractions, the more focus you can get. And as a result, the more fun it will get as well. Strategy three is about setting these stretch challenges when it comes to practice things that are goals or little challenges that are designed to get yourself one percent better each time that will hopefully tap you into this state of flow and the final one is rather than bouncing between different exercises try to do a similar set of exercises but experience them in a new way each practice session try to discover new parts of your voice that's the thing that will keep you fun but also allow you to improve without just bouncing around between different places And so team, no, drop in the comments below or maybe send me a DM, which of these strategies are you going to implement? Right? Which of these strategies don't feel like you have to implement all four in one go. Just choose one and run with it. And if you're feeling stuck, just realize that you don't have to do this on your own. Learning how to make singing fun and you know get your voice better is something I help my clients with every single day. And so if you're looking to improve your voice faster and with less of the headache, check out the description below. I'll drop a link on how you can get in contact with me and also some of the first steps when it comes to working with me. So check out the link in the description. So apart from that team, remember you are not your limitations and I'll see you real soon. Take care.